Ayers on the Road, value-based parenting and life balance ideas from world-traveling family coaches. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello and welcome back to Ayers on the Road. We have been on really snowy roads this week. <laughs> wow. Really snowy. Here at our Park City house, this, the drifts are eight feet high and the tunnel going through that's been plowed out to get to our garages. You can't see anything. It's like you're just you're like down. driving through a tunnel. You've got yeah. two big banks going up. Did we t- tell about my new death experience, my, my near death experience last week? Oh, man. I fell through. I was out <laughs> cross country skiing as I am wont to do. <laughs> and uh, we've got a stream that goes along here and, and it was completely covered over and, you know, 10 feet of snow on top of it. So I was just skiing down the, the, the path of the river, which made a beautiful clear path through the woods. And what I didn't think about is there's a place where willows are growing up through the snow and the snow had heaped up way above them, but the snow is really unstable down in the willows. And I fell through into the river. <laughs> it was a Should pure, we just leave it there? Pure white, pure white. You cannot see anything. It was so gorgeous. But I mean, I wasn't there, but this is the description. So yeah, he fell down into, it's not a huge, but a stream. You know, up to your knees. Yeah. Well, my feet were wet. My skis were in the in the river, and there were roots and stuff down there. And I couldn't I couldn't pull my skis up, so I knew I'd have to get them off somehow. But the problem was, how in the world do you climb up through? You know, eight feet of eight or nine feet of snow. Uh, you know, you're, going straight up. I mean, I'm it's above my head, right? And there's no way to grab a hold of it. It just caves off again into the stream and to be uh, this is not we're make gonna, a not long story spend, short yeah, long yeah. Story. I, I would have been really panicked except that i had my phone with me and i thought well i can always call 911 if i can't get out so i i i stood there in the water it was about 20 degrees and it was getting colder and colder and i thought I'm going to think about this and see if I can figure out a way to get out for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And then if I can't, I'm going to call 911 before I get frostbite or or. But how could they possibly have gotten you? I mean, it would be really embarrassing to call a helicopter to pull you out of there. (laughs) (laughs) I finally got the skis to release and got them off and found I could push them into each side of the bank and and they were long enough to go between and that would and they were strong enough that I could push myself up on them and get up onto those skis and then sort of clamber is that a right word yeah clamber? well clamber. I don't know if you're clamber clambering onto the bank at that point so when I came home I I was really cold Oh my gosh, he came walking in there and said, I'm still alive. What do you mean? I had no idea he was in trouble. But anyway, that was our adventure for the week. That was our adventure for the week. You had a few adventures too, though, honey. Yeah, I had a baby fawn adventure and everything now. So here we are. It's the it's the first week in March, and we get to do, as we always try to do the first week of the month. A new slant on gratitude, a new sort of challenge for each of us that keeps a gratitude journal where we put a little twist on it, right? Right. Make it a little different. By the way, isn't March a cool month? Yeah. It's kind of a month when you start 
feeling like spring is actually going to come. Well, not where we well, live. Well, not where we are. But oh, I mean, you know, sometime, you know, there could be like a, a blue sky or a nice day. Yes, that is true. And there could be people listening who live in spring all year long. So on to our gratitude for the month. It is good to think about gratitude more than just at Thanksgiving, right? Absolutely. And so this month, we're going to talk about how gratitude connects to character. And that's a pretty interesting thought to think that gratitude can actually lead to character. We wanted to read you one little paragraph and really have you think about this for a minute not only can gratitude make us happy it can make us good it can give us the courage to hold out our hand and there is no darkness in gratitude and no light in its absence so you know this is a connection that's not particularly intuitive but people we really believe that people who are grateful consciously grateful deliberately grateful, intentionally grateful, are not only happier. I mean, that's been the theme of this whole series ever since we started it, that the more grateful you are, the happier you are. In fact, we've said that, you know, gratitude is not just a path to happiness. It is a synonym for happiness. And we've we've talked about that a lot. But we're making a little leap here today in this March version of gratitude. And we're saying, a person who is consciously grateful and who works on the skill of gratitude not only becomes happier, but becomes a better person. Do you believe right. that, Linda? Do we really believe that? I think we do. Yeah, I we got the sweetest little gratitude note the other day from someone. Yeah, yeah. And it not only, I mean, it was um, good for her to say that, but it was really sweet because it just kind of made my day. It lifted know? us up. It was really, really great. Yeah, I I think when, when I mean, you we all work on trying to become better people. One avenue, one way to do that is to be more and more grateful to people. So I'm going to read the next little paragraph. We're reading, as we always do, the first week of the month from our little gratitude journal, Daily Thanks, which switches up the kind of gratitude we strive for each month. And this next little paragraph is really contemplative. So let me try this on you. How can we comprehend this more clearly, this connection between gratitude and character? How can we comprehend this more clearly? Try wadding up all bads into one wrap labeled self, selfish, self-centered, self-absorbed, self-congratulating. And notice that someone who is all wrapped up in himself makes a very small package. <laughs> you feel that? That's an attempt. That's a poetic attempt to, to help us feel the the sort of smallness and restrictedness and tightness and sort of, you know, inward looking feeling of, of selfishness. It, it constricts. It makes us smaller. Right. It does. And I think what, and to say the opposite side, you know, it enlarges us when we start being grateful for whatever. Yeah. You are so good at that, honey. You are such an optimist, no matter what happens. It's like, 
I've got my phone in my pocket. I'm going to be all right. (laughs) Um, It really is interesting that every time we have something that is uh, grundling or grundling about this or that, you always say, oh, but this is good because now we can do this and now we can do this. I mean, every time something like that comes up, you have a positive attitude and I'm grateful to be um, part of that because it kind of gets me out of my funk. Well, I, on the other hand, I would say you're the one, your, your gift is you notice a lot of things I don't notice. And, and you, you, you see you, that's the first skill, right? Before you can be grateful for something, you have to notice it. And you have a gift for noticing not only well, I, I, I'm oversimplifying this, but you always notice beauty and you always notice goodness in people. And you'll say, I like that person because, or you'll say, I'm really glad we were with him because of this or whatever. And I'm, and, and I think that's the beginning of gratitude. And I do think I'm, I've never thought of what you just said, Linda, that part of what we're saying, you know, being grateful makes improves your character, makes you a better person. And one of the ways it does that is what you just said. It makes you more optimistic. If you're looking for things to be grateful for, a thing as simple as the, the beautiful sky or a, a nice weather or or someone who just, uh, you know, did a little courtesy for you in some way, anything you notice that you're thankful for, shifts you from a pessimistic view to an optimistic view. Yeah. It really does. You have an auto on automatic as soon as I say, oh, this, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Oh, no, this will be better. This will be better <laughs> because, da, 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 you know, whatever. Um, and I appreciate that most of the time. Some of the time, I'm like, you yeah, just don't please. get this. You don't We're get this. We're having a bad day. Can you just let me have a bad day? <laughs> No, I think that's right. Uh, I want I want to that to me that little paragraph. I want to read it one more time. I have Linda read it because it, there's a lot to think about here. I want you to hear a female voice read it and just see if it. And then one more comment on it. It's so it's a it's a poetic attempt to make us feel something here. See okay. if you feel this. Here we go again. How can we comprehend this gratitude? Import the gratitude more clearly. Try wadding up all bads into one wrap labeled self. Selfish, self-centered, self-absorbed, self-congratulating, and notice that someone all wrapped up in himself makes a very small package. (laughs) So we're talking about expanding ourselves through gratitude. And that's the point of daily gratitude. If you're trying to write something in a journal every day that you're grateful for, you're looking for something to be thankful for. And it can be adversity. It can be a challenge, just as it can be something beautiful or something that we really just feel great about, right? Right. right. What do you think you'd say to someone who, I mean, I guess the question is, we all ask ourselves, am I a naturally grateful person? Are there some people who are just naturally grateful? Or is it a is it always an acquired skill? Do we always have to work at it? And oh. and let me add to that question: Is it easier to be? Is it easier to be grateful when you are? When is it harder to be grateful when you feel like things are going well and you've got a lot and you you know you don't have to scramble for things? In other words, sometimes I think when you've been through a hard time, 
or when you're hungry or when you're needy in some way or when you've been sick and you start feeling a little better. Sometimes the adversity is what makes the gratitude so strong when we feel it. Right. Oh, absolutely. I think when anybody goes through a really rough time, when you come out the other end, no matter whether it's as you wished or not, it, you have learned so much and you can be grateful for what you've learned for. I mean, that's what Booty for Ashes is about, yeah. right? I mean, you're just, and it's not something you would have asked for and it could be a really, really hard thing, but you come out the other end and your gratitude is so much bigger. You love that. And and our daughter, Sadie, always is talking about, how does she say it? Beauty for from ashes. Beauty um, for ashes. It's from the Bible, of course. Uh, so so taking a hard thing. And making it beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to really dive into this and talk about the other side. Like, the first side is this, the restrictive, selfish, self-centered side. And then we're going to flip that over and talk about the opposite effect when gratitude really takes hold of us. Right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Ayers on the Road. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. And we're back talking about the connection between being grateful and being good, having strong character. And we've talked about the restrictive idea of selfishness. Now let us flip it to the other side. So on the opposite side of the box, empathy, humility, love, courage, honesty, all flowing from gratitude. I mean, that's the connection. Again, when when we're grateful, it, it begins to prompt. And when we're looking for things to be grateful for, it tends to prompt this kind of feeling of empathy and humility and love and courage and honesty. Now, here's the question. Can you think of an evil person who was grateful? I mean... They just don't like, go don't together. <laughs> they just, it's, Maybe it, they've had moments of gratitude. Like they robbed the I bank they robbed and they're bank, like yeah. really happy they've got all that money. I'm so <laughs> grateful for all this money. <laughs> no, but it is true. Evil just doesn't go with gratitude. Or can you think of a proud, unappreciative person who was good in his character? I mean, they just they just don't fit. It's like two opposites. Could it be that the mere practice of thanksgiving, the deliberate effort to see through a gratitude lens is what makes bad men good and good men better and gives us the honesty to be exactly who we are. I like that. I think it does. I think that's the key to, to all of this. Well, we can all practice being more grateful, no matter what. I mean, um, there's probably some really bad people that are grateful at times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're but, just grateful they didn't get caught, Linda. That's the <laughs> only thing they're grateful for. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, now, here's the end of this little poem. And so just uh, we'll read it. We're going to read it really slowly, and then we're going to give you a challenge. It's intuitive to know that loving more and... Thinking more 
lifts the receiver even as it builds the giver. But just thinking about it won't do it. It is the application that brings the accumulation. Outflowing love and thanks creates the inflow of character. Wow. I mean, the more grateful we are, the more um, it does for us, not only for the person that we're grateful to or things we're grateful for, it makes us better people. And that last part, that last two lines is almost like a breathing metaphor. Outflowing love and thanks creates the inflow of character. And usually breathing metaphors work the other way, like you breathe in good, breathe in the good and exhale the bad. In, breathe the good and exhale the bad and, and yoga and other mantras. Try to do that with breathing. This is a little different twist on it. Outflowing love, when you're giving love, when you're giving gratitude, when you're you're projecting out from yourself this feeling of appreciation for others and appreciation for life and 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 you know love going out to other people, then that creates the inflow of character. As the love goes out, the character comes in. Well, yeah, even especially when it's really hard to love somebody, I think. Yeah. You know, when you go by and think, oh, gosh, this is not my favorite person. This is really hard. And I'm going to do this anyway, even if they're not grateful, I'm going to do this anyway. That is what really gives you the character to do the same the next time, because it does give you some power. Uh, knowing that you've done something good and something right. So here's the challenge for the month of March. And again, this works best if you've got a gratitude journal, if you've got a little notebook or something, or if you've got our book, which is again called Daily Thanks, that has all these explanations in it. I just saw it at Desert Book last week. They've still got it, even though it's not Thanksgiving. (laughs) Well, that's that's what we're trying to do is make Thanksgiving a year-round thing. But let's read you this challenge, and we really want you to take it to heart. We're going to for March. This is our resolution for March. Okay, the challenge. Thanks and love. One and one. One on one each day. Say thank you to someone. Not polite or perfunctory, but eye to eye. Or at least heart to heart. Feeling it. Meaning it. So that's that's the beginning of the challenge is that every single day. Now, a lot of times we talk about gratitude in, in terms of being grateful to God, and that is the highest form of gratitude. But the challenge this month is to thank another person one time every day. And you may say, well, what if nobody does anything for me that day? What if I don't, you know, there's nothing to thank anyone for? There always is. Always is. You know, I'm going to have lunch this afternoon with our daughter who just passed a test. She's she's striving to get her license to do a physical, to be a therapist. She did graduate uh, from Columbia with a master's in social work 20 years ago. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's been a long oh, time. She's and, still a kid. Uh, well, it could have been 18 years ago. But anyway. She had to recall all that stuff that she learned, and and she's been working at it here and there, but in in the meantime, stopping to have a family. So she has been killing herself 
to get ready for this test because it is so important for her, for her future, for their financial needs and so on. And uh, that takes a lot of grit to decide, I'm going to pick this up and I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to learn all this stuff again. And she just passed. Um, It was just yesterday. Yeah. It's just a magnificent accomplishment. And if I hadn't, if we hadn't done this show this morning, I wouldn't have thought to say, Honey, thank you so much for doing that. I mean, not only for all the people that you will help through this um, this process, but because you have the grit to get through get through that and do it. And I just love you. Thank you for being that way. I mean, you know, it really is. It'll be fun to find people that you can thank for things that you would not have thought of if you hadn't done it. You know, you just you just did something. I'm not even sure you're aware of what you just did, but it, you gave me a real epiphany there, Linda. Um, the normal thing to do with a daughter who just passed this big test would be to say congratulations. And that's good. And when we will say that, and a lot of people are saying that to her. But I think you've taken it to a higher level. You're saying, not let's not only congratulate Sadie, let's thank her. Because we're grateful for the kind of person she is and the kind of grit she had. Right. We're, we're grateful to be her parents. We're grateful for her, the, the example she's shown to us of right. grit and of study. So I've never thought of it that way. But congratulations is kind of a quick thing. You know, oh, way to right. go. Way to go. You right. did this. Nice going. But it's a lot deeper when you say, I want to thank you for being the kind of person you are for getting through that hard time, for setting an example for me and for your children and for others. I mean, there's a lot of things to thank a person. Yeah, and just thinking about it really helps. I mean, I just went back in time while you were talking just now. It was more than 20 years because it was married. She has an 18-year-old daughter. So it really is quite an accomplishment. And honestly, Linda, I can't remember anything from 20 years ago. How does she remember her graduate (laughs) program in social work? I mean, obviously, we know the answer. She's been studying her head off to to get up to speed again. So that's a perfect example. So so if, if you're out there saying, wait, I mean, I don't want to manufacture gratitude. I, if I have someone, if someone does something for me, I'll thank them, but I can't, I can't commit to thanking someone every day. Cause I don't know if anyone will do anything for me every day. <laughs> the, the whole point we're making to ourselves and challenging ourselves and you is yes, we want to manufacture gratitude. We want to find something we normally wouldn't notice or wouldn't thank someone for and thank them for it. You know, and it can be something as small, like I, I was with a, a person the other day, uh, a, a young, wonderful Mexican young man that was helping us with some things. And it's natural to, to thank him for helping you and for doing a good job. But he has the most lovely smile. I'm talking about Ramon. Yeah. And I, and I thought, I'm thinking now, what I should have done, just to make it a little more personal, I should have said, Ramon, I want to thank you not only for the good work you did today. I want to thank you for your smile. You've got a great smile and made me happy when you smiled. I, I want to thank you for that, you know? 
Right. And and he deserved a big thank you because <laughs> um, he and his friend um, had a wild experience this week. I don't know if you want to share Here's that. the second snow experience. They were up trying to get some snow off of our roof on a ladder and the snow came all at once. And, and Ramon went down with the snow and land, but it, we, and I said, you okay? And he said, yeah, the snow is very soft. <laughs> <laughs> They're such great guys, but man, he took off his coat because he was, looked like the abominable snowman. This huge pile fell on top of him. And so we're really grateful that that wasn't you. <laughs> you could have been out there trying to get that huge blob of icicles and snow off of our roof. So anyway, so, there's so, somebody every day pops up in your life. So, can you, so do you think you can say thank you too much? I mean, can it get old? Can you say, like, I'm saying thankful for everything. I'm saying thankful to this chair I'm sitting in. I mean, that's silly. We can't just go on and on. But but I, how many people do you think there are in the world who say thank you too much? Yeah, I doubt. Precious few. So, so the challenge for March is look for things to not only be thankful for, but to say thankful to someone, to say thanks to someone. It could be the checkout person who's courteous to you or, or you know, is efficient in what they do. And, and you know, saying thank you is the highest form of a compliment, right? Right. So, someone helps you check out and they're very efficient and, and uh, you say you could say you could say nothing, or you could say thanks. You're very efficient. You know, you can just any little thing. Yeah, just you did a really good job with that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. If we just think about that, I mean, I think it's really just thinking about it um, because we take so much for granted. But just go out this March and think about, or whenever you're listening to this, think about what what you're grateful for, whatever happens during the day, just think of it in terms of gratitude. And it really does change the way you see things. And the challenge, even though it says, say thank you to another person, uh, you know, let's keep in mind the highest gratitude is to God. And, and, and again, this, the whole idea here is not only thinking you're thankful, but saying it, it's like the old, the old mantra that our church used to have as a tagline on, on little public service ads, it would say, um, it would say, if you love them, tell them, you know, and we're saying, if you're thankful, tell them. If any little wave of gratitude hits you, say thank you to someone. And if something wonderful or you see something beautiful, say in your mind, thank you, God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Because putting, giving it a voice, giving that gratitude a voice is wonderful. So let us end with just a couple of little quotes we love on gratitude that fit in with this month. So, gratitude is the sign of noble souls. From Aesop's Fables. Well, Aesop's, Aesop's Fables. Fables. Okay. Um, there's no greater difference between men than between grateful and ungrateful people. Love I it. Love that. And who said that? I don't know that person. R.M. Live. Okay. Um, reputation is for time. Character is for eternity. And that's what we're talking about is using gratitude to improve our character. And here's one of my favorites. We'll just, we'll, we'll maybe have one or two more. Gratitude is the greatest of virtues. In fact, it is the parent of, 
of all other virtues. Wow. Cicero. That's really what we've been trying to say, Linda, that the more grateful you are, it will affect every other virtue. It will deepen every other quality, good quality that you have in your entire life. And then we'll save Seneca for last. Nothing is more honorable than a grateful heart. So there you go. I you want to that. have an honorable character? Just become a little more grateful and you'll be there. So go out and be grateful today. Make somebody's day. Thanks for something that surprises them. And it really will make a difference in your week. Be grateful all of March. We're going to come back next week on Ours on the Road. We had a lot of comments last week, Linda, on our little three-letter thing of SIP. Going slower and sipping and savoring and enjoying and so on. We're going to carry on a little with that next week on Ours on the Road. The three-letter word doesn't sound very glamorous, but we're going to make it so. The three-letter word is eat, E-A-T. So look <laughs> forward to that. Bring a snack along when you listen right, right. next week. And we'll see you then. Thanks for joining us today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.